Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Show you the one no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Brought to you by Extend Technologies. It's brought to you by Extend Technologies. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Hi. Kenny, hi. I'm calling it right now. 2022 Nick Saban's final year. Okay. Uh, we, Do you think a lot of people are going to debate you on it? I mean, he's in his 70s, Well, right? that's why I thought it was easy to tweet, because I knew that not a lot of people well, I'd would say in the next 20 for sure. No, he's definitely, yeah, I'd say 20. Okay, I said all this on the regular show, so don't start busting my ass over that. Okay, I already admitted it, so don't even start, okay? <laughs> Judas Priest, Keith Britton. Uh, but why? Why? Uh, no, why forget now? it. You don't deserve well, it. Well, I'm curious. <laughs> Go to hell. You you felt so strongly. You host the rest of the effing show by yourself. I'm done. You felt so strongly about uh, the guy that's you know getting up there in years, calling it quits. I want to know what changed your mind. What did you think? What age did you think he was going to go to? I thought he'd go to 75. Joe Paul went to when? 78. Bowden went to 80. Oh my God. Something. I love Jimmy Johnson in a way. Like, oh, Bowden had hey, to come back and get like three wins, didn't he? Oh, that's right. You know what? Like, did he bring the kid who held the headset for him? Yeah. Remember, he had that kid. Well, how cool of a job would that be? You're like a GA and you just wear the headset yeah. Yeah, for the head yeah. coach of Florida State, the legend Bobby Bowden. Yeah. That's so cool. Like, kudos to guys for you know wanting wanting at a place that they're so integral. And, and and wanting to continue to make a difference and continue to have that stressful of a job, even mm-hmm. though probably at that age, maybe a little less stressful, they probably delegated a lot more, uh, reallocated certain things within, you know, the I almost said the franchise, but the program over time. But I've thought a lot, as you get older, I don't know if you guys have been thinking about this, like certain quality of life things in your life and maybe mapping out the next five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, Jimmy Johnson, I think, did it right 
I aspire to be Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson had overtures made to him after he was gone, but Miami was his last job. Jimmy the Johnson? Dolphins, yeah. Was that his last job, Kenny? Mm-hmm. And he absolutely had people that probably threw so much money. Oh, yeah, until probably 10 years probably ago. Probably three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> They're probably really. still people. Yeah. And he has been living on a boat in the Keys. Yeah. And saying, all right, I'll just show up on Sundays for your pregame show on Fox. Throw me some millions of dollars. I've got my money working for me. I've got a huge-ass family. Like, this is the quality of life that I want. I don't need football. I don't need that identity of coach, even though that probably still is his identity. Mm -hmm. I don't need that. I don't need that into my mid-70s. This is the life that is good for me. There are different philosophies on this, certainly, but isn't there something to be said for I have gotten to a certain place in life where I am respected, I have achieved, I've been at the close to the top of the mountain, I could, yeah, maybe stay and achieve more, but at the end of the day, like I get to be around my grandchildren, great-grandchildren. I get to have zero where, responsibility. Where does Jimmy, other than my family? Where does Jimmy Johnson rank for you, great and greatest coaches? Well, the fact too that he got to do it in college and the he NFL—that's so be on big. each list in the modern era. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Urban Meyer took a crack at it, took a swing because I think that stuff mattered to Urban. He didn't need to go to the NFL, but he probably said, "You know what? My system's going to work." I need to prove it to myself and others, maybe others. I don't know which was more important to him. And he lasted 13 games, 12 games. Like, kudos to guys like Jimmy Johnson, who, who and, you know, Barry Switzer. And there there are other guys. Uh, uh, you know, what's his name down in Florida? Come on. Florida head coach with the visor. Oh, Steve Spurrier. Steve Spurrier tried it. Lou Holtz tried it. I mean, there are plenty of guys that have tried it. Matt Rule. You Lou, know. Holtz, <laughs> Lou Holtz was a total yeah. disaster. Yeah, it was. I don't think Bobby he lasted the year. Didn't he, didn't Bobby he? Petrino, good call. Yeah, but you, oh gosh. Chip Kelly. But guys, yeah. the, the list, can you count on your hand the guys that have been successful in both? Like, you can't even see. Cliff Kingsbury, has he been successful in either? Like, the guys that have no. been successful, Jimmy Johnson, I mean, you have to give him credit. I, Coach K is going to wonder the rest of his life. Whether or not he should have taken a Lakers job, whether or not, mm-hmm. um, obviously, uh, uh, Louis, former Louisville names are just Rick Pitino. Names are escaping me right now because uh, I didn't know we were going to do this. I've done zero prep work. Mm. Rick Pitino, John Cal Perry, well, like they oh. have, they have tried. Yeah. It is really hard. It's it's so two totally different worlds. It's always going to be two totally different worlds. So after all that, I'd have to say Jimmy Johnson's right near the top. Obviously, Belichick is always going to be. Number one, innovator. You want to talk about like the innovating the way we do things in the NFL, and maybe his way only works for him. Yeah. So maybe he's not so innovative. Maybe it only works for him. But I, yeah, Belichick will always be number one for me. So where Saban's, is Jimmy Johnson higher at? Saban's right up there. And as a college coach or as a pro coach? No, I'm just saying total football coach. But he's I'm saying between which, the two, which side is he higher? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna actually say pros. Well, I'd because say college. he was so high, he was so hands on, and made that move. I think like when he made that move, the Herschel Walker trade, everybody thought he was getting yeah. hoodwinked. Everybody did. Like here's this college guy, and he's making trades. Like 
Like Chip, I mean Chip Kelly. Nobody thought nobody thought Chip Kelly was getting hoodwinked, and he was. But with Jimmy Johnson, he made that move with Herschel Walker, and then there was the whole like, see, I didn't say I was going to keep these guys. They all became picks that commiserated with where they were taken, and so he had first round picks, and then he had the other ones. So and, and but you have to make those things count, and you had a guy who actually. And listen, yes, uh, Gil Brandt was there. And other people were there. That's fair. But you're scouting as a co- as an NFL head coach who's coming from college. You're scouting Emmett Smith. You're scouting Russell Maryland. You're scouting so all these great mm-hmm. players. I mean, it's it's a totally different beast. And I so I give Jimmy Johnson a ton of credit. And I would say that I would hold him. I hold him in high regard in college football for what he did with Miami. I think it's hard to. I think the so many collection coaches, of characters. That yeah, well, I think there. I think it's so hard to keep a grip on that. I yeah. think it's very hard to keep. I I think there's so many guys who want to be that type of guy and they just can't. It gets out of their it gets it gets out of their control. And hey, well, I mean, it, well, we, they can't even do it for their yeah. for their own selves to it, stay. Yeah, and we to keep the, the promises that they made to all these Lane guys. Kiffin. Yeah. Lane Kiffin. I mean, Lane Kiffin. Everybody loves him in Ole Miss, and he'll probably get. He'll probably if he has a good year. If he has a good year this year, he'll probably turn into another job. But hey. It took a lot of trial and error. Jimmy Johnson went from Oklahoma State mm. to Miami, then to the pros. Mm. Lane left Tennessee, and it probably would have wouldn't have worked there. And then he got fired at USC. I mean, that's how that He's went. He's working that his guy. way right back up, and he is working his way back up. There was trial and error, so we'll see where Lane is. I mean, the, the yeah. story's not the story's no, not, not altogether told. How about Pete Carroll, uh, T Mag brings up on Twitter. Thank you for reacting with us during oh, the show. Great, it's a great point. Uh, Pete Carroll Pete should Carroll. not be for, should not be forgotten at all. I mean, people obviously his 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 uh, New England days are forgettable. Uh, was he with the Jets too? Did no, Pete, I think that whole tie-in was... What was that? Why am I thinking it, Well, Jets? Belichick took the Jets job, and then like three, a yeah. week later, three days later, whatever it was, Pete Carroll was out, and he was in for the yeah. Patriots. Yeah, okay, so uh, you're right. That's that's exactly why. Pete Carroll to do it at USC, and look how hard. Boy, we just assumed USC would be easy. Ready-made, uh, a brick-and-mortar, ready to go, right? Just, just turnkey operation, and it wasn't. Pete Carroll has shown that that was not as easy. That is a very distracted community, and it's easy to get lost there. And we'll see what Lincoln Riley can do. I think he'll be good, but we'll see. Uh, and then he goes to the NFL, and yeah, he had help from Russell Wilson. But to have, we thought it was a dynasty, turned out to just be a really good team for what four years? Yeah, five yes. years. Uh, yeah, a a, a uh, top uh, of the yeah. conference team. No, just tough to do in the yeah. NFL. The Chiefs will find out how long they can stay. What I, yeah. what I was gonna on say, top. I'll tell you this though. What I was gonna say about I love the peak. I'm getting a lot of Pete Carrolls here, so there mm-hmm. are more than one person listening. Yeah, good, good. Thank you. Um, what I was gonna say about Jimmy Johnson is like, yeah. Now we look back, and it was perfect. Like, yeah, there was the the school president wanted to fire him for crying out loud. Yeah. He wanted to quit. I mean, we've watched that in the thirty for thirties. So it's not all perfect. But you look back on the legacy. The legacy is is basically Sterling. I know it's not perfect. But the legacy was basically sterling on that. What do you want to say? Uh, Double A chimes in from the other room, and this is why he's in the other room. Uh, he chimed in with Brad Stevens. Uh, Double A, he we, didn't win a championship either. We, yeah, we, he hasn't won a single we, NFL uh, game. Double A, what a horrendous example for so many reasons. Let me list the ways. Uh, first of all, we had clearly moved on in the podcast to talking college football. 
Uh, yes, there was a but he's snapshot. Behind. He's behind. Yes, but it's embarrassing that you would try to chime in with that and dictate the conversation yeah. uh, to something that we're not talking about and something we don't really, really even uh, want to talk about okay, right now. Uh, why? Why would you try to? Now he's distracted us, Double A, and that is not what I'm we're not asking the a. producer. Uh, I don't know. He's he's about to change his pick on who's meaner. I think. We're brought to you by Extend. <laughs> Sorry, I thought Ken would play along, and he didn't. I, I don't want to keep no, beating up on Double A all the time. <laughs> Ken still. Because Ken brought it up today, Ken's still upset that he was picked as the meaner. Oh, so now we're now now Ken's going to shy away from any combativeness. Oh yeah, and now he's going to be Pandering. watching this. He's going to be walking on eggshells. That's not the Ken Carmen I want to work with. Uh, I want to work with mean ass Ken Carmen. I, I can be mean. I've been mean totalitarian before. Totalitarian. Yeah. Ken oh, Carmen. I've been no. a mean individual in the past. <laughs> it's happened every now and then. Uh, we had a caller, Ben and Acker, who said he wouldn't call in again because we, he said we were mean to him. I said, I've never heard. Oh, no way. Isn't I, I don't that. I remember being mean to you. Isn't that. He's my buddy's neighbor. A badge like, of honor. Isn't that what you want? I guess. That's I mean, what, you, look at the That's people. what they used to when guys had. I mean, when people yeah. had stones. When men were men. When men were when, men. When sports talk show callers were callers. You called in. You wanted to get cussed out by Ken You wanted to be humiliated. Damn it. You wanted to be doxxed. You wanted your address given out on local your airwaves. Your social security number published. Oh, you fool. You, you wanted your house cased by the Amazon worker as he drops sluts. off his box. Jane, you ignorant slut. We should do an episode of Nothing But Saturday Night Live Memories. <laughs> that would be a great one. Well, we have to save the show. The uh, show does have to be saved at one point. Yeah. How we would save Saturday Night Live. Have nothing but a year of old, good SNL cast members host Saturday Night Live. Okay, well, we've done that episode now. Uh, we're brought to you by Extend. So, the reason I, the, just real quick, the reason I think this is actually the last year for Saban is that if, if oh, you're going to say for SNL, will he no. be on SNL? If Mad TV's well, coming back. Okay, let's discuss. What real a quick. time to burst back uh, onto the scene. I'll make the you point. Hire Artie Lang hey, and can, let's effing go, Mad TV. Right, Kids on. in the holler back. You never know. What's Bring back happen. Bobby Lee. Hold on. Let's go. Manso, what's his name? Will? Will, Man- Will Sasso. Will, Will Sasso. Sasso. Who'd I, I got him confused with the fact Charles that. Charles Manson. You got Charles him, Manson, you, bring him back. You got him confused with Mill Manzio, who sends us tweets. Yes. That's, that's Charles, who you, you that, know, Will Sasso yeah. confused with a person who listens. That's nice. Well done. I'm sure Will Sasso loves that. <laughs> Good for Will Manzio. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. I think I might be Facebook friends with Will Manzio. I got to make sure. It might be Manzio, now that I'm thinking about it. Let me see here. Hold on. Uh, real quick on Saban, I just think that's it. It is Manzio. All right, Will Manzio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, Saban. Ari Spears. Oh, oh, yeah. Saban. They got to bring Matt TV back right or now. That is right Saban. Right I can't for the taking. Saban. Right for the taking. And then hire no, like John Mulaney, and then you're good to go. Oh, Forget yeah. Matt TV. Just bring back in And Neil Brennan. Put them you know both what? on there. Uh, yes. Uh, David Allen Greer. Uh, the entire Ivory Wayne's family. There's a thousand yes. of them right now. Jamie Foxx. Oh, my God. Put them on ja- there. Did Jamie Foxx end up being the most talented of any of these people Maybe in sketch comedy during that run? Actually, I think so. The guy during, can, during that era, yes, absolutely. And Jamie Foxx. And there were some unbelievably talented guys on, on, on SNL. But James Jamie Carey Fo- was on that show. Come on. Think of how underutilized Jamie Foxx was how, on that show as well. Uh, Barrett Salee uh, tweets that uh, A&M, has, A&M has called a media availability. Yes. They are, they oh, are yes. calling their spot. 
Uh, 11 a.m. Eastern. We got 30 minutes. Jimbo Fisher's responding in 30 minutes. This is how college football gets back. People were like, chaos, and this is ruining the sport and transfers. New quarterback every year. You know what? This is how you bring back college football because I don't know the NFL is going to go down that path. They're all like teammates in the NFL. All these coaches, they know each other. They're former assistants. They're all within the realm of this of this huge corporation that feels like of, of 32 different subsidiaries in the NFL. No, college, Michigan-Ohio State, rivalry. Now, Texas A&M, Alabama, rivalry. This is beautiful. Okay, this go. might inject some life back into college football. Maybe NIL it. works. I love it. Maybe this is good. Maybe the transfer portal, well, although they do need to rein it in well, a little bit. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I say this on the podcast or do I save it for the show? Save, I'll save it for, for the, the show. show. I'll save it for the show because I think I roped you into a uh, little bit of a trap. I think I roped you into my cocoon. Let's go. Now, will we see a person who suspiciously look like, looks like Nick Saban with a mustache asking questions today at the A&M press conference? hilarious. Now we know we got heat. And, you know, you got real heat. And Saban can do that because he has a private jet. Yeah. Um, okay, real quick on Saban. Real quick. Okay. Uh, it's his last season because the safety's off and because he's actually naming names. In the SEC, it's always not, it's not even a gentleman's agreement. It's like a huge no-no. Like, there's, like, gentleman's agreements like, hey, once a kid is, is, is committed to a Big Ten school, we're not going to still recruit that guy. No, that's that's not the. It's like a sacred blood oath in the SEC. It's about the SEC. You mm. never call out other SEC coaches. Sure, sure. Saban's willing to call it another SEC coach. I think it's just like safety's off. I'm done with this NIL stuff. It's your well, guys' it, problem it, now. It's it's not only that. I talked to a uh, major Division One college basketball coach recently. You did, and he told me that now How the hell part is of, John Gross. Part of the deal is in college basketball. That and in college football, it's the same thing. Is that never before have you had to re-recruit your own players? No. Think about that for a second. Your season comes to an end, and you have to That's sit down. Great, did he use that line? That's a great. Line. Yeah, yeah. He, he, and your season comes to an end, and now your players who are getting poached, the good ones are getting poached, and then the bad ones want out anyway, and you probably want them out. So you have to almost have these. It's a renewable scholarship now every year. You have to sit your guys down and explain why they should stay at the program that they're at. And you just had guys that had good years. And you have other guys at better programs that are in their ear going, come to us. And you have to do this with every player that you want to keep. Think about what the job is today as compared to what it used to be. And these guys don't like it. Obviously, they don't like it. And I know fans are rolling their eyes going, "Uh, you're making money. You're making so many millions. Uh, You're going to bitch about your job. True. All of that is accurate, but it is a different job. It's a much different job. Uh, you wonder how many guys just rather go to the NBA now, go to college football, I mean, go to the NFL. Kind of stands to reason, right? Yeah. I mean, unless you're one of these programs that does have the NIL money and you've got that in your back pocket, how many programs have the NIL money in college football right sure now? Sure, so uncomfortable. Are there 10? Do you think there's more than 10, 15? Football programs? Real legitimate programs? NIL money. Real legitimate. Football. We're talking I can get one of the best quarterbacks because that's what it's going to take. It's going to take It's going to take a million at, a year at least for the you, quarterback. You look at the top ten every year and then three others who are underperforming. Okay. Yeah, Ari Wasserman made a good point. We should clip that for tomorrow. And where... I think from here on out, like Cincinnati I still think is a blip. Sorry. Yeah. I hate. I know well, Cincinnati Fickle, hates that. I'm Fickle's going to be gone. Guys, Fickle's yeah, going to be gone. This is the last year. Well, this is the whole that, – that's the scary thing about this. I mean, for a team – for a school like Notre Dame – 
that's the scary part about the Marcus Freeman hire, is that you had two guys waiting in the wings that you could have picked. Yeah. That you know now one, and I hate to say because he's my guy, but he's all family, 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 family. What is that that you are showing me? Hopefully you will send that to me as soon as possible. Please send me that. Um, the other guys, one guy's about family. They Actually, they both preach family, but it seems like it's more attainable to get the guy to play the game with Rabel than it is our guy. Maybe that's just us seeing it through rose-colored glasses. Maybe that's true. But that's that's scary to me because Notre Dame has very rigorous standards. Mm-hmm. They make a mountain of money. Well, not when Lou Holtz was there, but I get your point. Uh, okay, that's true. They make a mountain of money. I just I think a year behind hurts them though mm-hmm. more than other schools like USC. It just doesn't. It seems like USC is like all right. We're done. We're done assing off. Here. Yeah, we're done messing around. And they just decided they they turn it on and turn it off whenever they want to because it's a private school. But they just turn it on and turn it off whenever they want to. Okay, we're tired of being the butt of everybody's jokes. Let's take this seriously, and they'll take it seriously for ten years. And Lincoln Riley will either stay in college football and do an incredible job, or he'll go to the NFL at some point. Mm-hmm. And then they'll go, okay, this kind of got crazy. This went out of control. And they'll suck up the room for 10 years. And eventually some people will go, this is enough of USC football being a joke, and they're going to go pay for another guy. That's the scary thing about it. I don't know if Notre Dame can necessarily do that. USC can make up anything they want to. Notre Dame's a little bit more difficult. So if you go three years that aren't very good with Marcus Freeman, doesn't that put you behind an eight ball? Like now all yeah. of a sudden, like I know it's different because of the quarters and such, but doesn't that all of a sudden feel very David Shaw with with Stanford? Because now people are going with NIL and with the way that their calendar falls with the early signing period that happens in December now instead of February, and the transcripts aren't back yet or the numbers aren't back yet, mm-hmm. the grades aren't back yet, where they can't get guys who are borderline Stanford, not Stanford, they're like, he's not going to a bowl game again? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, that's geez. terrifying. Now, I don't know if Notre Dame's ever going to be that. I don't think it's ever going to be that. But every year, I think a year at Notre Dame means so much more than it does yeah, for no, I understand. so many public schools. Hey, I'll give it. I'll, I'll so much. I'll more. give it to Notre Dame, despite and and what people forget the Bob Davies era, the uh, Tyrone Willingham era, like Notre Dame has not been Notre Dame for a long time, and yet their brand has stayed intact. So I got to give them credit; they've worked really hard to keep that brand. I don't know how many programs could be down that period of time yeah. and a down Notre Dame's down is a little different but they were been to they, two or three national championships true, true that, but they uh, were losing they were losing to the service academies right and they had some they had they some, got really ugly during Charlie Weiss it, it and there, I didn't bring up Charlie Weiss yeah. and so think about it, that's three I named you three coaches that were all down give me three straight Ohio give me two give me one down Ohio State coaching era in my lifetime John Coop no well, they, I, they okay. It was the year. Won. Weren't they five hundred? The one year. And God, during Cooper, they had some of the best teams in the country. They weren't down. They weren't losing a bad team. But he got fired <laughs> when they were six and six. Sure. Yes. That's my. And then whole Fickle point. had the one bad year. That was the down year. But Fickle didn't count. Yeah. He was interim. Coach I didn't count it either. It. I didn't count him either. My hoodie. I'm freezing. I didn't. Oh, I, I didn't count that either. But I'm saying yeah, I wasn't going to count Fickle. I'm on saying that case. Tennessee. We can now give. Four straight coaches well, that have not succeeded in Tennessee. I can do this with every program, except Ohio State. It's one of the few the, that did not have a down. That's why era. I think Ohio State fans should be so thankful. 
but it's all. I think there's yeah. so many. I mean, it's also why we take it for granted. Michigan has never got it back. I mean, fully ever got it back. They had a great year this year. Yeah, but they've they never did. truly got it back. And you can say, oh, academics, academics, academics. It's a tough school to get into at Ohio State. There's kids who get three point eights right now that ain't getting into Ohio State right now. Yeah, it's tougher. That's, That's your tougher. words, not yeah. mine. Um, like Michigan's never got it back fully. Notre Dame, I think Notre Dame is up and down in some cases. I mean, Notre Dame would, would it surprise you if they turned in an eight and four, seven and five season? No. No. no, and that's a that's unthinkable at Ohio State. Unthinkable. Oh, that we Ryan Day be on the hot seat if yes. this year. If this year after they lost last year and didn't make the Nine playoff, three would if, put them on the hot if, seat. If they lost three games this year, there'd be major talk about. All right, Luke Fickle, right down the road. Let's go. Especially if Fickle has another good year with a new quarterback. Uh, and and they just got how many guys drafted this year at Cincinnati? Nine, nine draft picks at Cincinnati. And they played for the national well the the playoff they got into right. the playoff, uh yeah Ken Ryan Day would be on the hot seat I know fans think that's so crazy I think I hate to say it our job does give us the benefit of one thing yes we could just gas bag and come on every day and and call for coaches jobs I do think we have better perspective of how this stuff works at times I think fans that's why I don't like calling for people's that's well, why I don't well, like calling for people's jobs well put it this way if I would have told you that Baker Mayfield would be maybe maybe would not have a shot to start in the NFL a year after he was considered a top 10 quarterback, you would think I was the biggest idiot ever. But I can tell you that stuff's always on the table with with a lot of – and I wouldn't say Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, but that's the – Kyler Murray, yes. Lamar Jackson, well, I can tell you, yes. But fans in Baltimore couldn't dream of a world where we'd be talking about that a year later with Lamar Jackson – I think sometimes we have better perspective because we're following more teams in more years and coaches, more coaches in more years. That I could tell you right now, Stefanski and Andrew Barry, yeah. yes, there is a chance in a year we are talking about jobs. I know fans can't consider that in a million years, but that is kind of how the league works. And if you follow other teams and if you follow the history of the Browns, Jimmy Haslam, yes, it's all on the table. Everything's on the table. It is. I think our job affords us a lot of mistakes, too, but it affords us to have more perspective well, on what can happen in a year and how much things can change in a year. I'm not, I, I don't call for jobs. I don't, even, I don't even call for jobs of coaches I don't like personally, and I, I don't know Kevin Stefanski well at all personally. I, don't, I mean, we might know each other. by he, I'd know him by name, but I don't know if he'd even know me by name. He'd probably have to get reminded because the pandemic, I, I don't see him. When do I see him? Yeah. I've yeah, you're him. not at Berea as much. Exactly, as you used I don't to get be. to yeah. see him. So before, it's like, yeah, you see too much of me. Now I don't get to see the right. guy. So he might have to be reminded. He might know the voice, but he wouldn't know the face. Probably, I don't know. I got to ask somebody. Um, but I don't want to call for his job. I think it's a scary thing to do. No, well, it's silly. And I don't. No, no, I but think it's silly. What we're saying is, if they have a bad, sorry, if they have a bad year, that's when it's going to get obvious that the. The, the firestorm begins. But that's There's because, more and more conversation. Yeah, but they've people, made such a big change at the most important yeah. position. So one game difference, right? He's a winning coach last year, right? They win eight and nine. Mm-hmm. If he gets one of those bad games, if he yeah. gets if he gets that Green Bay game, Yo, he's God. nine and he's nine and eight. They could still not make the playoffs, but nine and eight is like okay, well nine and eight's nine and eight. Nine and eight was an injury. Whatever it, right. it happens to them, they just barely missed it. Totally right. Which is still the same thing. And then I don't know that you're changing today and saying, "Well, he could be. He's on the hot seat potentially if things don't 
break the right way. Valley Joe on Twitter uh, disagreed. Now, we had a, uh, an ass load of calls today about it. Because I said that fans are going to want him fired if they don't go if they don't ha- if they don't have Watson and they don't have a good year. You are still going to watch the games and you're still going to judge, and you will do. We criticize coaches now more than ever for in-game decisions, way more than we ever did. You would agree with that, Tone. You mm. know it's true. So yes, they're going to judge, and if they don't have a great year. And people are like, oh, you're crazy. Go, no, I'm not. You know damn well. Look at, I mean, Brandon Staley, God's gift to coaching, didn't make the playoffs. Now, I mean, how many more of these years can you waste with Justin Herbert on a rookie contract? Whoa, wait a minute, what? You had Anthony Lynn for a year, then you had Brandon Staley, and now we're wasting time? Does that sound familiar? Mm-hmm. It does. It does. So these guys are these guys are giant scapegoats anymore. They have very difficult jobs. That's where the money is. And that's why I know how difficult that job is, and I've said it a million times. That's why Hugh Jackson is constantly on the news trying to clear his name because legacy matters. You just brought it up yourself with Freddie Kitchens, and I wanted to talk about that tomorrow. Double A, I know he's listening. He'll text it to us 10 minutes from now when he actually hears it. The Freddie Kitchens and whether or not he should have taken the job. My first reaction this is was, great. I couldn't yes, wait he should have taken this. the job. Whenever, when, when was he ever going to make that type of money mm-hmm. again? Mm-hmm. Well, you brought it up that he's not even technically a football coach anymore. And that was, how many years ago was that with Freddie Kitchens? Four? Four yeah, got, years ago? Got, three years ago? I got a quick list. Mangini. Four years ago. Mangini, out of football. Chud bounced around. Now he's an assistant at Boston College. Hugh, Grambling head coach. We don't need to go into that. Greg, out of football. Freddie Kitchens, South Carolina analyst. Mike Pettin, assistant head coach with the Vikings. So he's started his ascension again. Mike Pettin will be a, I think he, if things go well, I think he'll get another shot to be a head coach. He started the initiative with the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know if you saw this. I want to make sure I get the name right. So go ahead and continue and I'll tell you what Mike To not have boat cruises. And then one more, Pat Shermer. Pat Shermer, uh, I had as the, the OC of the Broncos. Someone corrected me. What is Pat Shermer doing right now? I don't even know. Is he out of He's going finito, done. Yep. He has the mic. Uh, it's the, uh, they set up the Vikings Coaching Diversity Summit. Oh. He says, quote, the basic premise of the program is really to feed the candidate pool of the NFL from the bottom up. I have a feeling he'll get another crack. We'll see. You just never know. Guys are in certain situations. But the, the, my, my whole point when I asked the question is if these guys had another shot at it, if they could go back in time, would they take the Browns' head coaching job? I think we know what Hugh Jackson would say. Um, and I'm not debating whose fault, whatever. I'm just saying, these guys do have agents. And in various occupations, ver- various workforces, different industries, when you are at a certain level, would you admit all these coaches are at, were at some of the highest levels? They were considered some of the highest assistants. Mike Pettin, when he was with the Ravens, a lot of these guys reached a certain point that other coaches will never get. I mean, Brandon Staley was a defensive coordinator, John Carroll. And at one point, I probably would assume that he thought he was going to be a low-level college coach for a long time. But then he ascended. Yeah. Guys don't get those opportunities. They don't. And these guys were at the highest. There is something to be said for you and your agent. These guys all have agents. Mm-hmm. Selectivity in the jobs you take in life. I sound like Colin Coward now, but he talks about this all the time. Colin Coward's had a chance to take a bunch of jobs. He talks about it all the time. And he had advisors. He had agents telling him, don't take that job. Don't take that job. And I guess you'd probably say it worked out for him. Now, 
is the theory that Colin Coward could have taken any job and been just as successful? Some people think that. Some people are telling me that Freddie Kitchens had to take that job. He would have never gotten a crack at being able to do that anywhere else. Did you ever hear Paulie Shore? Paulie Shore. The weasel? Who was he on with? <laughs> Paulie Shore was just on a podcast. And he was asked about his career. And it was, and he goes, I didn't listen to my agents. He goes, he goes, I was in my 20s. And the biggest thing going, and he was. He was. Right. He was in movies. He was in so many yeah, movies. I mean, if there's, kid, if there's guys driving around with their kids right now, they don't know who Pauly Shore is. But Pauly Shore, I, I'm going to admit it right now, I love Pauly Shore. I still have a soft spot in my heart for Pauly Shore, man. That guy made me laugh, and I was a kid. MTV Spring Break. Spring yes. Break on yep. MTV. Yes, indeed. Oh. And he was making movies, and he said... He want there was a movie he wanted to do rewrite. I think it was it might have been Jury Duty, mm-hmm. and his agent was like, "No, no, no, no," because he had he had signed like a deal with the movie company with the studio, and yeah. he's like, "Yeah, the studio." And his agent's like, "You don't need to do this. Don't do this movie." And he just wanted to do he wanted to work, and he's just like, "They're like, no, just strike wait. while the iron's don't hot, right? Do this movie. It's not a good movie." And he did the movie, and then all of a sudden, it just started little by little peeling. It wasn't like. It bombed, and then no one would touch him. It was just little by little. Then he got another not great role. Then he got another not great role. Then he's not leading. Then he's not in them. Then he's like a side character. Then he's guest hosting on TV, or he's guesting on TV, and then he's out of TV. Now, other people... So here's the debate that you never know the right answer to. It's, It's always... If you could go back in time, what would you do? I've often told you that I thought about if I would have taken the internship with the Dayton Daily News at the State House. Where would my career be today? Would I be at the New York Times? Or would I have been miserable and not been good at Who knows? Paulie Shore, some people say, well, he wasn't that talented. In the end, that was he, he took advantage of late 80s, early 90s. Comedy care. was different. Paulie Shore and they'll, and they'll say off. he's exactly where he's supposed to be. Freddie Kitchens is exactly today where he really should Son-in-law be. Son-in-Law is a good-ass movie. I don't care what anybody says. I like mm-hmm. that movie. I know he shaved his... his no, that was in the Army. Now he shaved his hair. It's it's the question of the Peter Principle, which has been dis- discussed and analyzed, and you never know. That's the thing. You never know. If Freddie Kitchens doesn't take the Browns' job, and of course you take it. Uh, I mean, no one, maybe Freddie's the bad example. Maybe it's Hugh who had other opportunities. Maybe it's Hugh Jackson. Maybe his agent told him, don't take the Browns' job. It's too toxic there. You're not going to win. They're going to bounce the front office out at some point. The talent's not there. They're tanking. Don't take the job. He had other teams that wanted him, didn't he? Didn't we always say the the Giants? The Giants, he was down to the final two on that one, we thought. So, of course, we know that the Giants didn't work out for a bunch of guys, too. But let's say he takes the Giants' job. I mean, all of those available jobs, they were all oh, similar what you, organizations. What you just texted to the group is brilliant. Thank yeah. you. I'm pretty we're going to do that tomorrow so, on the, yeah, on the radio smart. show, which is harder. Um, mm-hmm. Real quick question from Clyde. He's listening right now. Oh, okay. Boy, you stopped us in our tracks. Real quick question from Clyde. Random question. Do you think David Shaw would be a good NFL head coach? I think he's the most underrated coach in college football. Just coaches at a very hard school to to recruit yearly. I mm-hmm. would say yes. I would say yes. I, yeah, but I, I love the role that he's at a hard school. He does win. He wins more than he loses, but not enough to do things with. So then I get to see him every national championship week on ESPN. I get to hear his thoughts on football. 
and coaching tips and those things. So let's keep him where he is. I uh, I'm getting Pauly Shore memes. Good. I like that. Best Pauly Shore movie. Go. Man, I really like Son in Law, and I like it in the Army now. People are like, oh, I liked it. Andy Dick was in in the Army now. Andy Dick was a likable, likable character. Andy Dick actually plays a lot of likable yeah. characters. Well. I, he's just not a very likable person. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, he just got arrested for. Well, I know he yeah. just got arrested. HBO. I still watch regular HBO, not not just HBO Max. Biodome has been on there ten times the last. I didn't month. really like Biodome. I'm sorry. It was well the like Baldwin. It. I don't remember which Baldwin that I was. Is, a kid. I'm sorry. There are some things that they do in there that they don't they don't stand up. Lamar, are you finished? What do you mean? You seem to be done. Uh, no, I'm just I'm, I'm trying to think of a Paulie Shore movie. <laughs> I can't. I'm really bad. Look him up. I'm really bad at your brain works in totally. Everybody's brain works You've in totally weird different ways. Since this podcast, you're not remembering college coaches. Yeah, you're not remembering Paulie Shore movies. I yeah, mean, I can't. I can't you think know the of the big two. What are the big two? College coaches and Paulie Shore movies. Oh, let me look up his uh, filmography. Give me some IMBD. Give it to me. Uh, Encino Man, me. is that a Paul yeah. Shore movie? Or I, no, I thought that was Brendan Fraser. Slash was Rudy. he Biodome? He was Biodome. We just, said we just he was did Biodome. that. All right, here we In go. In the Army now. Yeah. Okay, this is, wait a minute. This is, this is Jury Married Duty. Children. This is a TV show. This is filmography. Godfather Part 3. Okay, he, oh, you know what? He was in Encino Man. I just said that. <laughs> just, we're just repeating each other no, now. No, I'm sorry. I thought you said he phone. wasn't. I thought you said he wasn't. <laughs> that he was in there. He's oh. the weasel. He wheezes the juice. Casper meets Wendy. Uh, the piano. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.